When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Sixty Cents Podcast. I'm your host, Lucas, with Jonathan here. Jonathan, believe it or not, we are already on episode 295. Yeah, man, we are, uh, we've put in, you and Chris, a lot before me, but we've put in some uh, some work on these episodes, coming up on 300. Yeah, we'll definitely have to have Chris and Uriah back for those episodes, for that 300th episode, for sure. But, tonight, we are kind of talking about the Sixties, but talking about the NBA as a whole, we're going to be... Uh, Going through our predictions for each conference, we got favorites, contenders, pretenders, and tanks, tanking. Then we'll rank them 15 through 1. So we're going to start with the Eastern Conference first. Jonathan, tell me, who are your favorites? Yeah, so I broke the, like you said, we have these broken down to four tiers. I put favorites very strict consideration. So right now, I only have and maybe Sixers fans won't like this, but I only have the Bucks and the Celtics as the favorites. Um, I think they are a step above everyone else in the East, including the Sixers, especially with a lot of the unknown in Philly. So right now I just have those two. Yeah, I, I tend to agree. I think the Bucks and the Celtics, even though there's a level of uncertainty here, I think we can safely say the Eastern Conference is a lot more fluid at the top. Because any of the player, you know, teams from the next tier could easily enter in favorites. But I think for now, Boston still has their core. They added Kristaps Porzingis. It could be good. It could be bad. We'll wait, have to wait and see. And then we have the Bucks, who's coming back healthy. So we'll, we'll see what happens there for sure. Yeah. Um, all right. So now we are on to contenders. All right. So tell me who these contenders are. So contenders like actually have a chance for a deep playoff run, but still I don't think they're going to beat out Boston or Milwaukee. I have the Sixers, the Cavs, the Heat, and the Knicks. The Knicks? I included the Knicks. I think they. I honestly think the Knicks are going to have a – they had a good year last year. I think they're going to take even another step forward. So maybe this is like the last year where Tom Thibodeau is about to burn out because he usually does that like three, four year. But uh, that's what I'm thinking right now. Do you disagree, uh, agree, disagree? I don't think the Knicks are in there. I think that they look, they lost some depth at the power forward position with Obi Toppin going to to the Pacers. I think my contenders are going to be the Sixers, the Cavs, of course, the Miamis, and 
if Ben Simmons play, if Ben Simmons actually Ooh. plays the way that he's playing, I'm gonna have to say the 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 Nets because look, Mikael Bridges can be that. He's not gonna win you a championship, but could he be the second best player on a championship? Yeah, best player on a contending team, sure. I have more faith in the Nets than I do the Knicks. So you got the Nets in this contender spot. I do. Okay. I mean, I, I, yeah, I see what you're saying. Like it's a, it's a, uh, it's a big if. It's a big if. But I, I have more. I can't believe I'm saying this. I have more faith in Ben Simmons than I do Tom Thibodeau. Wow, that that is stunning to say. Uh, clip that. <laughs> no, um, no kidding, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So then we have pretenders. So, um. For the pretenders list, I think you and I mentioned right before we started the podcast, like the East is there's a lot of fluidity, I think, here. So in my mind, it is Boston and Milwaukee up top, but I'm not sold on that. Who knows if there's a little uncertainty because of the Giannis comments. Boston got rid of their heart in Marcus Smart, but I still think you get pretty deep here. So then I have your Brooklyn Nets, the Atlanta Hawks, the Chicago Bulls. They still have a lot of talent, even though they are not great. The Toronto Raptors, and I put the Orlando Magic in here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that the Magic are probably going to be a surprising team this year. I'm not saying they're going to do anything in the playoffs, but I think they might make the play-in game, and, and who knows? They're young. They got some talent. Franz Wagner showed out in FIBA, so uh, I included them here in the pretenders section. How about you? So the pretenders, I think of teams that have a good chance of making the play-in. It's not just – it could be four teams. It could not be four teams. For the pretenders, we have the Hawks, we have the Bulls, we have the Pacers, and I'm going to agree with you and say the Magic here. So you have the Pacers in here, really? Even with the news that Buddy Heald might be moved? I mean, right now they're actually re- renegotiating his extension now, so there's that. Yeah, I heard the, I heard they disagree on what it should be, and now they're going to look for a trade. I mean, even if you move Buddy Heald, Look, Buddy Hield on a good team. Honestly, he probably shouldn't be starting for them moving forward with Matherin. I like Matherin. I like Nemhard. I like Tyrese Halliburton. I really think the Sixers should have traded for him instead of James Harden. I will hold true to that. I I think that you know Miles Turner is a solid center. I think that they addressed their power forward position with Obi Toppin and uh, Jaharis Walker. I think that's his name. For, uh, they drafted him. So I, I think they're more balanced this year, and I, I like the Pacers. And with I mean, to be fair, they were a play-in team prior to the Tyrese Halliburton injury last year. So, yeah, I'm going to have the Pacers in there for sure. All right, maybe I'm underrating the Pacers. I, don't, I, I think uh, so. Yeah, because, I mean, the last section we called is tanking, but I, I was saying before the podcast, I don't necessarily see it as tanking. I, I kind of put these as, like, they're not openly tanking. They're just teams that aren't going to perform too well. So yeah. – in this group are obviously who's ever left, but I had the Pacers, the Pistons, the Hornets, and the Wizards. So I have the Raptors, I have the Wizards, I have the Hornets, and I have the Pistons. But let me just say this. I think the I think Toronto, if they're not tanking by the beginning of the season, should be tanking by the end of it. Really? They still got some talent. Yeah, I know. But look, they got a new head coach uh, with no experience who's, you know, he is player development. You don't ha- I mean, look, I get I get that Dennis Schroeder played great in FIBA, but he's not. This is not FIBA. This is the NBA. Yeah, and, but they still got Siakam and Ananobi. Yeah. And that group with a better point guard last year didn't barely made the plan. 
I yeah. and I like I like Scotty Barnes, but I don't like his fit next to to the older guys that they have on that roster. I think they need to. I think they need to implode it. I if I'm the G if I'm the ownership and they let Siakam walk this summer, I'm firing Masai Ujiri. I'm sorry. I get that he won you championship, but he's let talent walk out the door left and he right. He wants to leave anyway. Doesn't he want to go to New York? I don't know where Masai wants to go. But my I, my point being is that I don't I he's not making the right choices right now. I get that sometimes you can let talent walk for nothing. But when you're doing it over and over again, Marcus Saul, Serge Ibaka, uh, Kyle Lowry. I mean, okay, you traded Kyle Lowry, but that was a sign and trade. You didn't get a fair value. Well, maybe you did because Kyle Lowry's not playing great now. But my point being here is that you lost a lot of talent for nothing. And I think that's going to catch up. And they don't have a lot of young, talented players. Scotty Barnes is their pride and joy. Everybody else is in their mid to upper 20s. You got you to gotta rebuild. I, I'm sorry. Washington's going to be horrendous this year. Uh, look, Kyle Kuzma, Jordan Poole is going to average like 25 apiece. But I, it's not going to you know, go to wins. And I feel bad for Coach uh, Mosley. Not fair to him. No, wait, wait a second. Is it? No, not Mosley. Sorry. That's Orlando's coach. I'm thinking of once un- Unsfeld Jr. He's stuck with this rebuilding team. He's not going to be yeah. having a winning. I feel bad for him. And then you got the Hornets. The Hornets and the Pistons. Now they are interesting teams. I don't think they'll be they able are. to play in, but I think they're going to be a heck of a lot better because they were the two worst teams last year. Miles Bridges is coming back. You're assuming you're going to get a healthy season out of Ball. Of course, then again, his brothers. If you go by his brother's track record, that might not be a good wager to make. Sorry, Lonzo. But they have the the they have the tools to be an interesting team in the East. Um, and like I said, I, I have Orlando and the pretenders, so I think they will make the play in this year. I think Detroit, they could be my dark horse to make the play in. They're, they're in my, they're in the, you know, tanking area right now, but depending, cause I've heard good things about Cade Cunningham and team USA, like, you know, pickup games and Jaden Ivy. Look, Jayden, I agree Jayden. with you on Detroit. Like I have them also in my like tanking section, but I think that there's a higher chance that they're bad, they're good, but if they're mm-hmm. good, they got some talent. So I mean, out. look, you, and you can easily if they go bad, you definitely trade Bogdanovich Bogdanovich this year. But I, I think, look, they honestly their their only problem is that they have too many young centers with Wiseman, Stewart, uh, Bagley, who's technically not a center, but he really should be playing center. Um, yeah, and uh, Jalen Duran. You really only need two of those guys. Um, power forward is their position of weakness right now, but I'm sure give it one more draft, they could have a solid position. Or they could trade. Look, let's just say, let's let's play devil's advocate here. You you can trade Bogdanovich, who's your starting power forward, for a team uh, to a team that's trying to make the play-in or the playoffs. Let's say Orlando is getting spicy, right? I would trade yeah. Bogdanovich for and I think the salaries would be close enough to where you could probably make this work for Jonathan Isaacs. Yeah, I don't hate that. I do not hate that move. Because look, Isaac Isaac's future, he's not going to be a starter there anymore. He was go, he was a starter, but then he got injured for 2 years and they drafted you know Paolo and Franz and there's no room for him to be the starter and they have other power forward, you know, they have other depth there too. But if you know Orlando, they need scoring and shooting. Bogdanovich gives them that. 
Yeah. What, I don't what Detroit that. needs is defense. Isaacs gives you that. And he's not a terrible scorer either when he was healthy last time he was healthy. So I, I think that could be an intri- that could be a spicy trade there. I, I like that. So I like I, it too. I, I mean, it could definitely. And if Detroit does play, you keep Bogdanovich. Why not? You can afford to let him walk in free agency. It's not like you're you're like contending. So yeah, I I think I think if I'm the Pistons, you really got to see how well you start out, and you got a new head coach in Monty Williams, who for the most part is pretty good. Except for big men that like to score with their back to the baskets. He does not like those guys at all. Ask DeAndre Aiden. Yeah. So, so let's go ahead. Jonathan, I want you now to make an estimation of rankings between the fifth, 15th through 1st. We're going to break them up by groups of five. So who's your bottom five groups starting at 15? Who, who's yeah, last? This is, this is so tough, right? Preseason, we're like in September. I just want... For like end of year, we can definitely mm-hmm. come back to this. This will be a fun exercise. But yeah. projecting out, I got the Hornets finishing last. I do not believe really? too much. Okay. Yeah, I don't believe too much in Brandon Miller. I'm not confident in Lonzo Ball's health. Mm, or I mean, not Lamelo Ball's health. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So then Wizards, I got 14th. I don't think they know what they're doing. They might be lower than that. The Pistons, I have 13. Because as wow. I said, I think there's they. I think their bottom is a lot more like probable than them succeeding. I have the Pacers at 12, so they're taking a step back, but it's because I think a few other teams might be taking a step up. Uh, And so I have the Hawks at 11 to finish out the first five. Okay, so I want you to type that down in our agenda, and I'll do my – we'll rank these out. I want you to write them from 15 to – Yeah. Yeah, do that in our agenda while I'm saying mine, okay? So my bottom five, 15 – is the Wizards easily? They're they're trying to lose. I don't see how they cannot lose. Next one. Now this is where it gets a little tough here. I want to say the Raptors. I'm going to say the Raptors 14th. I'm wow, going to have Raptors 14th, 13th. I'm going to have the Hornets at 13. I'm going to put the Pistons at 12, and I'm going to put the Magic at 11. All right. So I think we have three of the same. So this will make it interesting as we go forward. Do you mind typing down mine too? Yeah, there. Yeah, I put yours in there. Okay, awesome. So, by the way, let's ch- – well, okay. So you tell me your next five. Ten to, ten to five. So oh, I got boy. the Raptors at ten. I think that's kind of where they finished last year. They'll hover around there. Okay. I got the Magic at nine. The Magic are my team that I think is going to make a big jump up from last year. Not – Again, not making noise in the playoffs, but kind of a little bit of a dark horse. Yeah. I got the Nets at eight. I do not believe in their upside. Ooh. I know Ben Simmons says he's coming back with authority. That just means that they're going to suck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if any previous summer uh, success from Ben Simmons, this means that they might be they might need to be in the tanking section. Um, but, yeah, we kid. Uh, I got the Bulls at seven. Again, I think they got some talent. I don't know. Oh, yeah, at seven. I don't know if they are going to put it all together. But I think that they can win some games, especially regular season, string some of that together. Uh, And at six, I have the Miami Heat. I think they could make noise in the playoffs, as they consistently do, but they're not a great regular season team. They don't need to be because they got some closers in the playoffs. I don't think they care as much, so I got them at six. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. All right, looking at my top ten, I'm going to have the Pacers come in at number ten. All right. 
I think the Pacers are going to be there at 10. I'm going to put Chicago where they ended last year at 9. Look, I like the additions of Javon Carter, but I think you're still missing Lonzo Ball too much. His playmaking was just on a different level than any other point guards they currently have on the roster. And I still don't trust the power forward position enough. So I, I got them at 9. Actually, no. I like them better than Atlanta. I don't like Atlanta's chemistry at all. I think... Okay, swapping the Hawks for... uh, Yeah, I I don't like... There is a chance that I could see in a world where things go horribly wrong for Atlanta that Trey Young could request out. Yeah, I can see that. And honestly, I think they might be better off for it. Trey Young's a special talent. I'm not going to deny that. But you know, personality-wise, in terms of like how he rubs certain teammates a certain way, you know who he kind of reminds me of? Who? Stephon Marbury. That's kind of a stretch. I mean, obviously, he's not the big, you know, outlandish that Stephon is. But in terms of, like, he gets the stats, but he's not necessarily getting the wins. Okay, yeah. And how he clashes with I don't hate the comparison. Yeah. So I, 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 I'm going to put the Hawks at nine. I'm going to put the Bulls at seven. Eight. Eight. Sorry, eight. At seven. Ooh, this is where it gets tough. Yeah. I did have the Knicks. Uh, they're going to be seven. All right. Wow, they're falling. I think a little bit, yeah. Uh, I got the Knicks at seven, and then at six, like you, I have Miami there. Because they did lose some talent, but I I mean, Dame is the wild card here if he goes there, but we're going based off of now. I mean, technically, they're even a worse team now than they were last season. So that's it's hard to even put them at six, but I did have them in my contender category, so I feel obligated to put them there. I'm glad you put that caveat out there because that is tough projecting if trades are going to happen. So, yes, Mm -hmm. we are doing this assuming as is. Um, All right, so now we're in the final five. I got the Cavs coming in at five. There were four last year. I think they're still going to hang around there. Mm -hmm. I got the Knicks at four. So I just swapped the Knicks and Cavs from their finishing last year. Mm -hmm. I am high on the Knicks this year. I don't like to say that. But I think that they're going to have another year together. Jalen Brunson got some good international experience, was kind of the leader. I think he like it's his second year in the system. Uh, I'm kind of thinking they'll do they'll do well. And then I got the 76ers at three. I think this is just kind of where we live right now. I think we're yeah. better than the rest of the East. We are definitely better than the rest of the East. Are you projecting this with James Harden playing or without James Harden playing? Honestly, either. Like okay. I, I seriously can think that we are a good enough team to get this spot with or without Harden. And any additions we may have, but we're never like I really don't. I'm not confident in us cracking the top two. So Sixers at three. I'm going Celtics at two. I think that the loss of um, Mark uh, Marcus Smart is going to be a lot worse than people think. Like, yeah, he wasn't scoring all the points like Tatum and Brown, but man, that is he was such so important to that team. And uh, I don't know who the leader's going to be. And then obviously I got the Bucks one. I know there's a little contention with Giannis recent comments but I just think that he's the best player in the world still I mean maybe I mean Jokic is but Giannis is best in the east and I think he'll lead this team to uh one seed so number five I have the Nets I think they're going to be a well-oiled machine for the regular season playoffs is a completely different matter but I think for the regular season they're going to be well-oiled machine 
They're going to play fast with pace. They're going to be active on the defensive end, forcing turnovers. And I think that's where they're going to thrive. And I think that's going to help them get number five in the East. Number four. Now, this is going to be a hot take. And this team is still part of my contenders. But I do not think their regular season will reflect that. I think they're still one of the top two teams in the East in terms of playoffs once the playoffs happen. But I have the Celtics at number four. Ooh, okay. The reason right. is the reason is because your best playmaker now is coming off the bench in Malcolm Brogdon, right? And who's injured? Who we don't know how bad it is, right? The net, the uh, the Clippers didn't want to trade for him. They've been actively looking for a point guard, as we know. Yeah, Derek White maybe has averaged four assists at one point in his career, but I think for his career, he's like two or three assists per game, right? He's their starting point guard, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As good as he is as a defender and a scorer, he's not a pass-first guy. And you need a pass-first guy when you have Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and Kristaps Porzingis. I don't think their regular season – and here's the other thing. Let's talk about players that have injury issues on that team. Al Horford's going to be 38. Can't trust that. Uh, Christoph Porzingis usually is injured. Last year wasn't, but usually is. Malcolm Brogdon. I'm sure there's other players. Robert Williams. Who knows how bad Brogdon is, man? They wouldn't. Yeah. Like he couldn't get clearance on a trade. So that, that that being said, Boston still has the elite talent to keep themselves as a top four, but I don't think they stay healthy, and I think the chemistry, in part, thanks to health, but also not having a play pass first point guard will really hurt them. So I'm going to have them at number four. Right. Number three, I have the Cavs. They got better. The Sixers, by default, is number two. Now, do they deserve the number two spot in terms of actual talent? Probably not, and I still don't have them as a... I have them as a borderline contender. It just depends on the chemistry, but right now we don't know the chemistry, so I can't have them in the, cont- uh, in the favorites. I have them in the contenders. Uh, and then Milwaukee, they had the best regular season record last year. I don't see that changing. They have the same group. They did lose a little bit of depth, but I think they can recover from it. So that's who I got. No, I think that's fine. We agree. Uh, more so at the top, have it seems the strongest differing opinions in the Knicks and the Nets. But uh, like I said, yeah, I, Boston sense. could prove me wrong, but there's health issues and there's there's lack of playmaking. Yeah, I hear you. All right, well, let's take it on over to the West. So we got the East lined up. Let's break out first into the favorites, contenders, pretenders, and tanking section for the Western Conference. So you go first with your favorite. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, my favorites are Denver Nuggets. They, they, I mean, they lost some of their bench, but they're still favorite. Prove until proven otherwise. You have the Phoenix Suns. You got a big three down there. You got to get put them in the favorites, and they have solid depth. They did a decent job filling out their depth chart, all things considered, right? Then you put the Lakers in there. I think the Lakers are favorite. They had a really good offseason. I think you got to put them in a, as a favorite. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you got three favorites in the West. I think. I think those three are on a tier of their own. You could say that uh, Denver's in a bigger tier, but that's fine. Yeah, so my favorites, Denver Nuggets, full stop. That's it? That's all I got. I got one favorite. I think the Nuggets are the favorite to come out of the East or West. I'm extremely confident in that. Wow. I'll hold hold to that. I think, like, they they played seven people. Bruce Brown's obviously leaving. Christian Braun can take those minutes. He is good. He's a good good player. So you lost I'm not leadership, too worried. Though. Yeah, you lost a yeah. lot of leadership. And you're re- relying on Reggie Jackson to be your backup now, who did not look very good last postseason. I'm I'm rocking with one favorite in the West. Okay. All right. You you can do that. All right. So we're on to the contenders. Yep. Okay, so this list is kind of long. I'm not gonna lie, this list is very long. Um, uh we are in we are not on the same page. <laughs> People that I think could win the well, okay. So no, what, go I'm kind of, I'm kind of like working this out in my head. I mean, I like I have a rough idea, but I'm also working this out in my head as we go. So the Kings are on that list. The Clippers, the Warriors are on that list. The Pelicans, if healthier, are on that list. And my dark horse is the Mavericks. Okay. Wow. We I I cannot tell you how much we disagree, and I think this is good. Did for the I include podcast. the Clippers on that list? You did. You did. Yeah. So my contenders are short and sweet. I got okay. the Grizzlies, the Kings, the Suns. And I, I know that leaves the out. Grizzlies there. I cannot put the Grizzlies I, there. I know that leaves out a lot of firepower uh, and some talent, and that's probably going to cause a little speculation. Look, look, I can't. I still the- don't even have the Lakers in my contenders. Wow. Yeah, I didn't even realize that. But let me just talk about the the Grizzlies here because they're my pretenders. And the reason why, first off, Jaws going to miss – about what is it about 25 games they're right? getting boston's heart and soul okay they also lost their starting small forward and i don't look you can play marcus Smart in the starting five sure but you're gonna be small and i get that he can guard the position up but i i wouldn't want to do that if i'm a coach i'd rather but the thing is like you're small for you like they might have to because like your small forward options is zaire williams what is uh, Rod Roddy guy? What's the guy's name? Um, this they drafted him with the Sixers pick last year. Something Roddy. Anyway, I'm, I'm blanking. Anyway, point being is that they don't have a, like a really nice name to go there at the small forward spot, unless you want to play small, which they could. Uh, yeah, look, I can't. And they lost to the Lakers in the first round because of health issues. So yeah, man, I yeah. think they're real. I think I, they're real. you can think that all you want, but honestly, I think their window's already passed. All right, we we're gonna see, man. We're gonna see. We're gonna see. They need to retool that team. Not saying all that right, their so core me- can't get it done, but okay. So you had Memphis, 
Phoenix. Kings and Phoenix. You didn't even have the Warriors or the Lakers. Okay. No, we're gonna have fun for the content or the pretenders. Okay, so my pretenders are gonna be the Memphis Grizzlies, the Timberwolves, the Thunder, and that's it. Okay. All right. So I have in the pretenders. I got the Clippers. Uh, I think they're getting a little old. I got the Warriors. I think they're good. I think they're on that cusp of contender, but I, I don't think they're with the other teams. Lakers, I agree. Good offseason. I'm just not high on them. I think they're kind of like the Cowboys get too much hype. Fair enough. Um, Timberwolves, I agree there. Thunder, agree there. Pelicans, I have in my pretenders. Now, why, don't, I, why do you have – is it because you don't trust Zion? No. So, I, yes. So, this is like – I guess when we get to the rankings, I can talk more about the Pelicans, but I think if Zion's healthy the entire year, they're a really, really good team. That they're a contender. They were a second yes. best team in the West when we went, before he we went down with injury last year. So yeah, the so then yes, the, the, to your question, the main reason I do not have them in contender is because I'm worried about Zion, but also I just do think even healthy, yeah, they played second in the West last year. I still think this upcoming year they'd be a tier below, like the Suns and the Kings and the Nuggets. Okay. Um, all right, so let's go to oh, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. You didn't have Dallas yeah. in there. No, Dallas is tanking. You got a little tease. Wow. wow, wow. Okay. Well, I don't have Dallas as tanking. There are, you know, I only have about four teams that are tanking, and they're the four teams I haven't mentioned yet: Utah, Portland, Houston. Uh, and the Spurs. But I will say this. The only team out of the, those four that should be actually tanking is the Blazers. All the other three should be trying to get better. Now, the Spurs, you could tank for another year if you wanted to. But I think Victor Women and Yama is going to not let them tank to the way that they want to. Not saying that they won't lose games, but it won't be as much as they would like. Utah was pretty good last year. They were a playoff, playing team for most of the year last year. I expect them to be fighting for a spot there, too. And then I got the Rockets. The Rockets got better. I don't know if they're going to be a playing team, but probably not. But you know what? They'll be a little bit more feistier, which will be fun for everybody. Yeah, so I have the four that you said, the Jazz, Trailblazers, Rockets first. I actually had the Jazz teetering on pretenders. Um, wow. I think they're going to be pretty pretty good this year. But Mavericks are also included in my tanking. And I know that is wild because you have them in – I think you had them in your contenders. I, I don't know uh, if my, like – borderline contender yeah yeah so i think that's going to be an absolute train wreck uh i can't like i think the Kyrie and luca experience yes they didn't get to play together too much but i think we saw enough i think the two personalities like man even luca and fiba i know i keep referencing fiba but like that's what we've seen most recently he is still not mature uh and i do not think that either of those personalities are great on a team and together i think they are going to be a bombshell so they have talent, but I do not think it's going to work. I, I, you know, it could happen that way, and it could go worst-case scenario, like you said, absolutely. But they did get better, and I'm willing to give it a shot. Who knows? Maybe they can they get better. They got better. I mean, players I do not have faith in ever, Ben Simmons, Kyrie Irving. You know what? Fair. So. All right, let's do the rankings. Let's go 15 to 1. You got the first five. All right, first five. So bottom one is Portland, followed up by San Antonio, then the Rockets, the Jazz, 
and who's my fifth team here? That's tough. Yeah, it is tough here. You know what? I'm going to say everything implodes, and I'm going to put Memphis there. Wow, you're putting the Grizzlies in the 11 slot? I think they're a pretender. Oh, oh, all right. And I think losing jaw, and look, they don't have the best backup point guard in the NBA now. He's going to be the starter for the Wizards. I, I think that there's going to be some problems there. I think that there's going to be some major problems there. We still don't know if Steven Adams is going to be healthy or not. And you know what? Jaron Jackson Jr. was exposed during FIBA. Exposed. I agree. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, I'm going to go with Spurs at the bottom. Yep, they just got Wemby. And this might be my hot take, but Wemby's not winning Rookie of the Year. So go put your money on Chet or Scoot because I don't think it's Wemby. Is it because of the amount of games played? I think it's not, I, all right. It's games played. Like I don't think I think I'll play the requirement to get that, but I don't. I think I think I'll just meet that. Uh-huh. I do think he is overhyped. I don't think that he's. Wow. I do think he's gonna look. I think he's gonna change the league. But like, come on. For like what people are talking about is like he walks on water. He like like they're making him out like he's Jesus. Like he's turning water into wine. He's a right. basketball player who's 19 and is not played in the best league in the world. I'm not gonna. I'm not. Like, taking them down. Don't take me wrong. But I think the hyperbole is insane. And the Spurs are not going to be that good. Well, let's think about it like this. Let's just say he bombs offensively, right? He's still six, seven foot three with athleticism and the ability to move his feet. He's going to be elite defensively day one. And if his floor is an elite defensive player who has the potential to win multiple defensive players of the year awards, you still take that him first Look, of all I, every time. I I just feel like I don't want to come off and I'm totally coming off as like Wemby hater. You he's are. going to be in a, he's going to be, I'm not trying to do that. Just, I'm trying to set the, like make people be realistic. Wemby is a elite shot blocker. He's not an elite defender. He's going to get absolutely bodied by Giannis, Jokic, and Bead. Like any, bam, like they will take it to him. Like, yes, Bam's he not can block. <laughs> I mean, all right, he can block shots, but he is going to get absolutely bullied. Uh, okay, but low. he's not playing center, though. That's the thing. He's playing power forward. The only one of those guys that is going to bully him is Giannis. Because the rest of the team, because they're starting Zach Collins at center. And then they still have Charles Bassey, too. That doesn't mean, he, like, Zach Collins isn't a great defender on center. So, yeah, like, who yeah, knows? Yeah, and maybe maybe former Sixer Zach uh, Charles Bassey will be. I just think he will be a phenomenal player and probably multiple MVPs and win titles this upcoming year. I think people need to pump the brakes. Okay. I think they're coming in last trailblazers. I think are 14. I got the Mavs 13. Like I said, that thing is going to implode <laughs> rockets. Take a little bit of a step forward with Dylan Brooks and Fred Van Vliet and Ime Adoka, but still not, not climbing up too much. And then I got the jazz at 11. I think they're good borderline uh, playing, but we will see. We'll we'll see. All right. We're doing 10 through 5 now, right? Yep. All right. My pretenders. Let's see here. My pretenders were the Timberwolves, the Thunder, and the. we already said Memphis. Was that it? Did I only have three pretenders? Yeah, I think, I think so. you had bigger. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, number 10 is going to be. He's going to be Timberwolves. Number nine is going to be the Thunder. Number eight. This is where it gets tricky. 
I'm going to say number eight is going to be the Clippers. Number seven. You know what? I think Golden State's going to have a hard time figuring out Chris Paul. I'll put them at seven. All right. I'll put the Lakers at six. Okay. All right. That's your five. Yeah. All right. So I will say for – it's a little anticlimactic, but I have 10, 9, 8 the same as you. So I got the Timberwolves falling in that last play-in spot. Um, I think the Thunder are going to be a nine. Maybe they'll come out, get an actual playoff series. Oh, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. I forgot about the Mavericks. I'm sorry. I have to redo that. So I said 10, Timberwolves, Dallas at nine. Even though I think they could be sneaky contender, I think that regular season is going to be rough. I mean, uh, not contender, sneaky. uh, Yeah, no, I have them as contenders. So, yeah, uh, nine. And then six, I mean, eight will be Thunder, six will be Clippers. No, seven will be Clippers. And then who did I have first after the Clippers? Warriors or Lakers? I think, yeah, Warriors. Warriors at six. All right, yeah, so I I still have the Timberwolves at 10, uh, Thunder at nine. I think they could – I think they'll probably win a play-in game uh, and get a real playoff series, but that's where I'm going to put them Mm -hmm. on eight. I have the Clippers, okay, which is what you had first. And then I'm going Pelican 7. I think they're good. They'll probably okay. not avoid the play-in. Maybe them. Maybe they'll beat the Timberwolves pretty quick. Um, and then 6, I got the Lakers. I think they're going to barely squeak in like they did last year. Uh, and who knows? Maybe they'll get, the, get an easier matchup, but I think they're at 6. Okay. Fair enough. Um, 5, I have the Pelicans. Four, I have the Kings. Three, I have the Lakers. Two, I have the Suns. And actually, yeah, two, I have the Suns. And Nuggets, I have one. All right. Yeah, I think that's kind of, that's a good way to finish out for what you got. I have the Warriors at five. I think they're still a good team, but I think they're on that fringe potential. They might bounce five, six with the Lakers. I think that's a pretty, uh, pretty fluid section of this. Um, but then I got the Grizzlies at four. They were two or three last year. I think they were two, but they're going to take a step back. But I still think come playoff time, if everyone's healthy, they got some talent. Uh, I'm going to have the Kings three, same spot as last year. I'm going to have the Suns at two, uh, full season with KD. And then I got the Nuggets at one, and I think they are going to just get to the NBA Finals. And I'm, I don't think there's going to be too much competition on that. All right. So you think the Nuggets make a repeat? I, I do it. I I don't. All right, I give me it. your give me your finals prediction. Way too early finals prediction. Way too early finals prediction. It's going to be the Suns versus. You know what? Let me be a homer for this one. I'll say this. No, I can't be a homer. That's not no. Fair. Uh, Bucks Suns versus Bucks rematch. Oh, that was a that was a spicy one with the uh, Bucks going down 2-0 and then coming back. Yeah, I think that that they get a rematch here. And I'm going to say that uh, I'm going to say the Suns win that one. All right, I got you down. Suns, Bucks, Suns winning. I got Nuggets, Bucks, and I have the Bucks winning. So we both got the same Eastern Conference team represent. All right, cool. This was uh, this This was fun. fun. This was a fun one. Yeah, got to talk a little bit more. We'll have to do some more stuff uh, probably in the next week or two. Ooh, depending on. We'll have to figure this out, but I would like to do soon preseason award predictions. I was just thinking you were going to say that. Yeah. 
I don't know if it's just going to be yeah, you or me or if we're going to have Chris and uh, Uriah back on. We'll have to wait and see. But on that note, let's go ahead. Jonathan, you play us out, bud. Yeah. I uh, appreciate everyone listening. This is getting fun because we're getting really close. So I think that – I hope you enjoy this episode. Please, please let us know what you think. We'll have a few more coming up. As we tease, we're going to try and get Uriah and Chris on uh, as we're coming up on our 300th episode, which is a big accomplishment. So we appreciate that. Is all due to the listeners. Thank you. Um, and continue to read our work at the sixersense.com. A lot of speculation still going around Harden, Dame. So there's good articles going up, some good slideshows. Please continue to listen on wherever you get your podcast, Spotify, Apple Play, Google. Till next time. Go Sixers. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.